Welcome to episode 46 of the Becoming Mindstrong podcast. And today we're talking about a topic that every time I see someone on social media posting about this, it literally makes me laugh out loud. And you'll understand why that is when we dig into it. And we're talking about the concept of shocking your muscles. Check it out. Welcome to Becoming Mindstrong, the official podcast of Mindstrong Fitness. My name is Rachel. I'm the owner and head coach of Mindstrong Fitness, and I am here to teach you truth. No more bullshit, no more point systems, no more shakes, no more raps. This is math and science, and we're going to learn how to do it together. Ready? Let's rock and roll. So I want you to do an experiment with me right now. Pick up a pen or maybe not, I was going to say your phone, maybe not your phone because we're going to throw it. <laughs> Pick up a pen and throw it across the room right now. Did you do it? Now, if you did, who was shocked by that? Maybe your dog, if your dog was in the room, right? <laughs> maybe someone else, if they were standing there as you did it and they didn't hear the instructions. The person who was not shocked about that was you. Because what happened when you decided I'm going to throw that pen is that your brain sent messages to your body that instructed your muscles and your joints what to do to pick up the pen, pull your arm back, propel it forward, and throw that pen across the room. So when I see people on social media, especially saying things about shocking your muscles, the question I always want to ask them is, how the hell are we supposed to shock our muscles when any movement that happens in our body has to start in our brain? How are you shocking them? How are you surprising them, right? You can't surprise your body because all of those messages are being directed from your brain. So here's what we should actually be saying. And this goes back, we did an earlier episode all about how muscle growth really works and it's worth a, a quick recap of that. The way muscle growth works is this. When you are in the gym and you are lifting weights, you are not actually building new muscle. What you're actually doing in that moment, and I always say it sounds, it sounds more painful than it is. It's not painful. But what's actually happening is you're creating little tears in your muscle fibers. It's when you rest and you eat and you hydrate and you recover that those tiny tears heal and muscle growth occurs. So if we want to, our muscles to grow, it, it has nothing to do with shocking them. It has everything to do with pushing them to do what they can't yet do. So if you pick up a two pound dumbbell and two pound dumbbell is too light for you, we could do probably a hundred reps, right? We can go up and down a hundred times before you start getting tired. But if you pick up a 15 pound dumbbell and that feels heavy for you, but not heavy enough that your form is bad, it might only take 12 reps until your muscles start getting tired. This is what we mean when we say push our muscles to do what they can't yet do. This is how muscle growth happens. What we don't need to do to get those results <laughs> is stand on your head and do one arm push-ups while you're doing bicep curls or whatever this definition of shocking your muscles is. Doing new exercises is not a shock to your muscles, right? Doing weird forms or constantly changing your workouts. These are not shocks to your muscles because every action you're taking is starting up here at the command center known as your brain. So this kind of leads into one step further. One of the common questions we get is, should be, I be changing my workout up every week? And the answer is absolutely, you absolutely do not have to. If you enjoy the variety, you can. But as long as you're hitting each body part each week, 
you're golden because again, the way that we're going to get those results is by pushing your muscles. Now, what won't be effective is if you're doing the same workouts with the same week, the same weights every week. So let me clarify this a little bit. If your back day looks like lat pull downs, um, cable rows and standing dumbbell rows, hopefully you're doing a little bit more than that with time, but we'll just stick with those three. If you're doing the same three exercises and you're using the same weight every single time you do them, you're going to hit a plateau. You're not going to get a lot of results in time. But if you do the same three exercises, but each time you do them, you're pushing to lift heavier. That is how we get results. That is when people say shocking their muscles, what they actually mean is pushing their muscles to do what they can't yet do, which comes from using those heavier weights. Now, it's fun to switch it up once in a while, right? It gives a variety. It also, certain, mus certain exercises are going to target certain muscles. So one back exercise might hit your upper back, whereas another might hit your lower. So for that reason, it's good to use variety. But people who are of the mindset that every time I do a back day, I should be doing all new exercises, absolutely not. And most of all, people who are of this mindset of, well, I need to shock my muscles. First of all, what I'm still waiting for someone to be able to define what that means to me. Does that mean completely changing up your workouts? Does that mean doing some weird new form thing? Because it doesn't matter what your definition is. That's not what your, that's not what your body needs. What your body needs is this idea of constantly being pushed to do what it can't yet do. We do that by increasing the weight that we use. Now, I want to go one step deeper on this because it's a logical next step question. When I say pushing yourself to lift heavier, what does that mean? Let's go back to, let's say you're doing uh, dumbbell curls, bicep dumbbell curls. So you do your first set, you use five pound weights. You do 12 reps, right? A rep is an up and down motion. A set is when you've completed your goal reps. So you do 12 reps up and down. You take a little rest. You post a selfie on Facebook so everyone knows you're working out. Now you're like, okay, like I, I feel warmed up. I felt pretty good. I felt like I could go a little heavier. So you go up to seven and a half pounds. You do your 10 to 12 reps. You take another selfie. Third set, you go up to 10 pounds. This time you can barely get your 10 to 12 reps out. You feel like, man, if I go any heavier than that, I'm going to lose my form. So in your last set, you stay at 10 pounds. If you can go up, you go up. When you do this each set, and when you're progressively pushing yourself to go heavier than you can, this is how you get stronger. Now, week to week, what's going to happen organically is that over time, your starting weight's going to go up. You're not going to have to start at those five pounds. You'll be able to start right at seven and a half. Eventually, you'll be able to start right at 10. And each set, you'll be able to go up even higher. If we think about how muscle growth works by creating those tiny tears in our muscle fibers, by rest recovery, and that healing that happens, we understand that this is science. We don't need anything crazy. We don't need headstands and weird exercises. We don't even need to be changing up our workouts every single time. What we need is to be pushing our muscles to do what they can't yet do. And that is math, that is science, and that is 100% how muscle growth works. For more help taking complete control of your health and fitness, including grabbing any of our free guides, check out www.mindstrongfitness.com.